This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. It is uh, Thursday. Al and Jerry with you uh, again. What's up, dude? How we doing? Oh, hi. Oh, hello. Um, so, first we'll break some news. Sean Marks, the new GM of the Nets. All right, moving right along. That just came out. Uh, I would like to discuss just for a moment my disdain for Apple, which I have made. Uh, we've discussed many times. Right. I think Apple sucks. That's just me. I enjoy the Apple. You do not. I enjoy do not. The my Apple. wife has an iPhone. And that's fine. My son has an iPod. That's all well and good. I find the company awful. I find it very difficult. I find it to be a pain in the ass. And then, not to be political, but the idea that they would not release all that information they needed from the two effing terrorists that killed people in California. To me, is a disgrace. Now, I get the whole privacy crap, but when it comes to me, when it comes to national security, F off. Give the FBI what they need. Thank you very much for that platform. I'm not sure it's that simple as, Apple. as Boomer was saying. I don't think it's that simple that someone can just... What they were, I believe, and I didn't fully read this article, Yeah, was that they wanted Apple to turn over to them how they can break into phones. I thought it was those two specific phones, the way I read the article. And I, I, yeah, I, I don't think that's... If you're talking about, I will say that then. If if I read it wrong, go ahead, everybody. Am I mistaken? Well, shut up. If I read it wrong, then then I get it. But if it was, the way I understood the article was, and especially the headlines, the way they wrote them too, if there was a way to break into those two phones specifically for Intel that, oh, I don't know, there was just a, a car bomb went off in Turkey yesterday right. killing 28 people... That might save that from happening in New York City. I'm all for it. Yes, of course. So I, the whole thing makes me sick. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure how that works. All right, thank you for my little platform. All right, Jerry, I had a, a dis- I had a, I had a discussion on Twitter today that um, was where we agreed to disagree, and it was the first time I ever had a civil argument on Twitter. Wow, look at that! Without name calling, and I wanted to give a shout out to the guy. His name was Anthony and Polly. He listens to this podcast. Great. And we were arguing about pit bulls. Ah, oh, wow. And that actually stayed civil. It did stay civil. He has a pit bull. Okay. And was suggesting that perhaps I shouldn't judge all pit bulls. And then I went back and forth. And uh, I wasn't as mean as I usually am. Huh. I was trying to use, um, you know, actual arguments instead of just being mean. And uh, we're, we agreed to disagree. And uh, it went well. So you that was what? shocking to me. If more people would agree to disagree, the world would be a better yes. place. Yes. You have your opinion. I have mine. Yes. They're not going to change. Move on. Exactly, Jerry. Uh, well, you're talking about Apple and phones. The New York City Police Department has issued a warning. I guess people, uh, first of all, a lot of people charge their phones overnight. Sure. 
because they want it to be fresh in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's no good, first of no all. No good. Why is that? You're not supposed to be charging your phone. Once your phone hits 100%, you're supposed to take it off the right. charger. Because mm-hmm. charging it too much, too often is no good. Right. Not for me, but I'll get to that in a second. Go ahead. So uh, these these people with phones, and actually the, uh, the, the picture that they, they uh, sent out was actually a Samsung phone. Right. But I'm sure it happens with all phones, and you'll see why. I guess there are certain people that when they're charging their phones, they put the phone under their pillow. Oh, I saw the story, yeah. Yeah, they put the phone under their pillow. And uh, because the phone is charging and there's heat coming off it and your pillow is smothering the heat, the phones can (laughs) burst in the flames. Isn't that awesome? Oh, my God. Yeah. No, not not (laughs) Not only is it dangerous, but you're... You could then be without a cell phone. See, for a here's couple another hours. reason why get the hell away from Apple and you get the Motorola Droid Turbo like I have. Well, as I said, that Jared, comes th- with a charger that is a smart charger that's plugless, and when your phone goes to 100, percent it turns itself off. Is that right? How about that? That I like. This was actually a Samsung phone. This was not an Apple phone. Yeah, but Apple sucks. You're basing it only on that one item, which you don't know the full story. No, I'm basing it on all my bad experiences with. Oh. Them. I've always, we've, me and you have had this discussion many times. Like yeah. It, I got so frustrated with the passwords and having to call them, and then they wouldn't give it to me when I called them. Uh, the whole thing is just, oh God, whatever. And I then see. you want to get an iPad, you want to link it to the account with your phone, and you get another account, you don't know why and what happened with that. Then, for God's sake, someone gets an iPhone, now you got an iPad, an iPod, an iPhone. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I think you have too many people in your family. What a pain in the ass, yes, because apparently... If you just we decided the two times to have sex, we had kids in your world. If you just stay <laughs> living alone, you're really just handling one account. Is that the <laughs> and answer? And life is very simple that way, Jerry. Just stay single with no kids. Yeah, just stay living alone in By your own way. home and you're with your Apple products. It is much simpler. <laughs> and it's just you, yourself, and I. All right. Phone. So, and then I liked this story. Oh, so we're just, just burning these, right through this stuff. We call these quick hits, Jerry. Quick yeah. hits. So remember the big Powerball lottery where everyone was excited? And, yeah. And the, well, one couple had uh, not turned in their ticket for, they just turned it in now. Really? I yeah. wonder how long you have to do that. That's I think you actually have a year. Oh, okay. You have a year. So they uh, they took home, uh, they elected to take the cash. The lump sum. $327 million. Well, why would you do that? Okay. Before taxes, right? So the guy, these aren't dopes. The guy's like, yeah, I'm quitting my job. I'm not going to be one of these dopes that says I'm staying around. Right. The thing that threw me off about this couple, Jerry, um, and what I was locked in on is uh, uh, the uh, the man, uh, the husband, is 55 years old. Okay. His wife is 70. 15 years older than him. I think that looked fine when he was 25 and she was 39 or 40. That's rough as you get older, man. But you know, I bet they have not, they met not that, they have lived together, uh, let's see. Oh, it says they've been lived in Florida since 91. So they've been together a long time. Yeah. So 9, 16, 25 years. Yeah. So he was 30 and she was f- you know, it works and the other way. 45? It works the other way around too, because in our society, most of a lot of times, these older men are yes can date younger women. Absolutely, but at some point, the older man becomes I grandfather, <laughs> right? I miss you know, and then you you realize you're still a young, beautiful gal of forty, and your husband is eighty, and not. One of the twenty five percent of men over eighty that want to have sex, or the one who's won five hundred, uh, you know, three hundred twenty seven million dollars. Can I see the picture? Yes, Jerry. 
By the way, she looks. She pretty, does not look bad. She does not look bad she for looks seventy. Quite well for seventy. But you know, like she knew she was going out. This is a, a shot from the press conference. So she dolled herself yeah. up. She probably went to the parlor, the, the beauty pa- parlor. That has got to be. You wonder what the realization is on that. Like if you're the guy, or or reverse it. If you're the woman and the guy's older, at what point? I always wonder this when you age, right? Right. Like, at what point do you sit down and say, holy Jesus, I'm old? Yeah. Or, oh, my God, when did I marry an old man? Right. Because you're with them every day. You don't really necessarily see them aging. Right. It's kind of like life. There's a part of me that sits there and says, life never really happened before we were here. And the idea that life's going to go on. Yes. I feel like once I'm gone, like, life's over. Right. Well, it's for me. It will be for me. So we're all part of your world. So yeah, let me ask you I this. Think, I, I using, think most people think that. Using that philosophy. Yeah. Do you think when you leave here that Eddie and I and Craig and Boomer, do we exist or we don't exist? Or well, we only none exist? of us really talk outside of here. No, so. I'm saying, are we only existing or are we all just part of your world? In other words, when you leave here, we don't really exist. We're just part of your perception of the world. I think everybody world. thinks that. Because you have your world. Right. Your world exists from 3.30 until about 11.30 here, Mm -hmm. and then world part two takes over, whatever you do every day. For me, the second part of my life and my world take over when I leave here. Yeah. I look at at more this as being a piece in a puzzle as opposed to you guys being in my world. The show ain't Recco and Carton or Recco and Boomer or anything like that. I'm a piece, and I get that. I'm all good with that. So no, I don't. I don't think I walk in here and be like, "All right, you're on my world, bitches." I'm not like that at but all. But you think we do exist outside of oh, your yeah. world? Oh yeah, no, no, I absolutely do. I just, I guess, I guess what I'm feeling more like is I feel like people really don't ever die because I can't assume. Like, you ever think if I got into an accident, and I'm being you right now, if you got into an accident or me on the way home tomorrow, yes, you feel like the world should stop tomorrow, right? Right. And I'm not people here are still going to be driving down Hudson Street. Right. People are still going to get pissed off with the tunnels, and yet, like, you're done. In fact, you'll piss people off while you're dead because you're holding up traffic. Very much so. Did you, by the way, that's you know that's happened to you, and it's happened to me before, yes. too. Why is the parkway moving so slow? And then you right. finally get up, and you see the procession. It's like, oh, jeez. And you almost feel bad. I mean, the yes. guy's dead. Right. But I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't know where we started with this, but I've always had that feeling like... I sometimes... <laughs> Think of that when I see like uh, an airplane, right? Or I'm on the ground yeah. going about my day and I see an airplane in the sky. Yes. I'm like, there are 400 people Correct. on that plane. Are they real people or yeah. is it a plane just a figment of part of my world and that's really not an actual plane filled with people? But now I'll circle it back to the idea I've always had for a reality show, which I, I someone out there has got to have something to do with TV. I think this is a great idea. It always comes back to just pick... Two people at random or a person at random and just boom, insert yourself into their lives for a week. And just to see what it's like in different parts of the country. I'm not even saying the world, the country. And my idea was always you take a huge map and you throw a dartboard every week. All right, that's where we're going. And then you hone in. All right, we picked this town. Now you throw a dartboard at the, you know, the map of the houses. All right, let's go. And there's nothing to it. You knock on the door. Would you be interested for $10,000 if we can follow you around starting right now for seven days? Yes or no? We're all good if not. If so, let's start. And there's no makeup. You can't get ready. We are now in your life for a week. 
to see how different people have struggled. God knows what you're going to walk into. You might walk into an abusive relationship, you, although that would change when they see the cameras, you would think. You might walk uh, You might walk into, you know, fantasy land where everything's great. You might walk into financial struggles. I think it would be fascinating. I would watch that. Yeah, like how would you know? You might yeah, walk I'm, I'm into, into that. a guy who's, you know, struggling with, uh, you know, He's too thin. He doesn't eat. The next house, the next week could be a woman who's 300 pounds really struggling with her weight. The next could be a mom who hates her husband but loves her kids. The next could be a guy who can't stop having kids, has 17 of them, has to get them to Little League, and he wants to blow his brains out. Not for real. You know what I'm saying. I think it would be great. Make everybody around you real. That plane's real, Al. It is real, and it's it filled real. with real people. It is. That's like what you're telling me. people listening to us are real people. Hmm. They're not just Twitter people. Oh, they're real. The Twitter account. Well, a lot of my Twitter people seem fake. I don't, well, I mean, the ones that hate you. No, no, those I know are real. The uh, ones that... Have eggs? Yeah. <laughs> those the are egg, not real. The egg people, Jerry. They're like aliens. The egg people. They're but people the egg like people. Tara and Callie, they're always out there on. We know that they exist. We know they're cool. Seven-line people, right? Right, the seven-line folks. Hmm. They're real for sure. No doubt. So, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, this is like a conversation for Eddie. This is yeah, gotten, this was like an Eddie one this so This is far. a little weird, hmm. I think, but so be it. Hey, Al, here's a weird story. This comes from Tucson, Arizona. And why it's weird is because they have no idea how this man got there. So, a man was rescued in a drainage, what is it called? Like a, like like a, a pipe? Like a storm drain. The sewer? Yeah. And so, all right, maybe he fell in. Who knows what happened? Someone heard him yelling. They call 911. They go get him. Here's the weird part. He was naked. In the drain. In the drain. And he was apparently there for a couple of days. Why would you be naked? How did he get into the drain? They don't know. And I guess he's not giving them answers. Like a small drainage pipe he was in? Oh, they don't give me the... like the, the big uh, sewage system. Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly what the measurements were. Maybe he went down a manhole. Perhaps. Naked. Naked. What are you doing down there naked? Well... Probably on meth or something. Naked. Yes. I, I, yeah, See, this is the problem with drugs. Right. You're going to do things you just shouldn't do. It's kind of like when you're drunk. Sometimes you'll say things, and I don't agree with. There's a lot of people that say there's truth in everything. I don't believe that. I'm with you, Jerry. Actually. Sometimes people say things just to say things. I don't right. think there's truth in everything. And sometimes when you're drunk, you say dumb things just because it sounds funny at the time, not because you're actually thinking it. When you're on drugs, you actually do things. <laughs> That you shouldn't do. Right. With people you shouldn't do them. Yes, naked. Like getting naked in a storm drain. Yeah, that does happen. Uh, no, it shouldn't I, happen. <laughs> I'm with you, though, with the drunk thing. Like, so, you can't, people go, oh, uh, when you're drunk, you say things you really mean. Not true. I, I agree. Right? I totally agree with you. I don't think it's true at all. Have you ever had, like, I, I think I say dumb things when I'm drunk, for the most part. You get goofy. I get goofy. And I'll that's say okay. stupid things, and I'll try to be hilarious, which maybe doesn't come across as hilarious. Right. Maybe comes across as too forward or something. Sure. So there are certain things that we go to every year. Like, Boomer has a charity, a nice, beautiful charity event every yes. year that we go to. Craig has one every year that we go to. And I want to tell you, uh, on some of those nights, if I have many vodkas, the next morning, first thing I do is I'll I'll check my text messages to see if anyone texted me to say you what you did last night was not yes, right. That you don't want to see. I will look to see if I texted anybody, and then I will wait to hear from to get some community. Like if if Craig calls me just to see what's going on for the day, then I'll know. Okay, I didn't say anything dumb in front of Craig. And I'd like to somehow reach out to Boomer 
just to test the war, put, dip my toe just in. Just say hello to see if he reach <laughs> yeah. out for something. Like if it's a boomer event, I'll I'll text him and say, oh, had a great time at the event last night. Thank you for inviting us in hopes that I get a glad you, you had it. fun or something and not. Not you SOB. I'll talk to you Monday. <laughs> exactly. That would be bad. So I can't imagine if I was doing drugs wherein I got naked and went into a drain pipe. I ran around the dance floor at Boomer's event. Yeah. <laughs> So (laughs) drugs are much worse than the drinking. I think as far as there are certain drugs that make people take their clothes off LSD. I think people take their clothes off LSD. Maybe that's it. Now, when you get dry, I always wonder this because it does. I I really cannot think of any time it's happened to me. When you get drunk, are you the type that the next day you really don't remember? Right. Yeah. See, I don't a lot of it. That's not never feel that way. And maybe because I don't let myself get to that point. But I've had nights where I've had quite a bit to drink and yet still remember everything from the night. Like, I don't, I don't black out or I blacked out once in my life, and that was a pain issue um, when I uh, severely sprained my ankle. And I woke up in the middle of the night, and it was like a freaking grapefruit. And I got up and didn't realize how bad it was, and I went to take a step. And I literally blacked out, hit my face uh, on the nightstand. I swear I would have thought I broke my chin, too. Uh, I would turn out to be okay, but I blacked out at that point, and then I woke up in bed, and I wasn't drunk or anything. I just, I don't know. I must have hit that threshold. Other than that, I can't remember a time I ever blacked out or just didn't remember a time. Yeah, they say it's not good if you're the type of person who drinks and blacks out. I will black out if I have a lot of vodka. Which I've seen. Yeah. I haven't seen you black. Well, no, actually, boy, I have seen you black out at Boomer's event when you sat on the dance floor in the chair. Exactly. Which wasn't bad. You just look like you you were you blended in. It wasn't an issue. I'm not I blended saying, in on a dance floor yeah, because, on a chair. Yeah, but because the dance floor was enormous, you were at the back part of it. Right. It wasn't and it was right very close to a table. It looked like you had just turned your chair around and you were watching people dance. And when I came over to you, it was probably two o'clock in the morning at this point, you were sitting there just nodding your head like a honestly like an eighty five year old would that had passed out at two o'clock in the afternoon right after Matlock. Right. And that was bad. But it didn't look bad. And if anybody walked by, you wouldn't have thought anything of it. You don't remember that. Right. And you I said do not that recall to me that. that Monday. You had no right. recollection of that part of the night. There were events uh, in the past where I stayed in New York City for the event where I, I don't remember how I got back to my hotel See, that's room. that's bad. Like, where, how would I even find the hotel? That is not good. Yeah. That's why a lot of people write down the address and the room and the floor Yeah, on their... Uh, Take me here and just show somebody. <laughs> right. And then you just hope you actually get a nice, honest driver as opposed to taking you somewhere else and robbing you and uh, then you get naked in a storm drain. I've woken up in my hotel room bed in my tuxedo. Yeah, so have I. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I remember... Now, that's funny because I do remember when I went to Atlanta in 95 when the Braves won the World Series. We went to see Cowboys-Falcons. It was Dion's first game with the Cowboys. Me and a bunch of friends took a road trip. And, yes, I bought, I scalped tickets to the World Series game. We went to the Gold Club the first night. They wanted to go back there the second night. I'm like, guys, we came here for the World Series game and the Cowboy game. I'm not going back to the Gold Club. I spent enough money last night. I'm done. By myself in Buckhead, is that what it's called? Buckethead, maybe. I forget. It was Buckhead, Buckhead, but whatever. You're right, Buckhead. Uh, I wound up in an Irish bar drinking Jägermeister all night. And I remember I got outside looking for a cab. I could barely stand up. I remember I flagged down a guy. I said, I need to get to my hotel. Turned out we were not in a good neighborhood, which I didn't know at the time until we got there. And took out my wallet. I had $17. 
The guy brought me back, turned off the meter at $17, and basically said, you're welcome. You probably owe me another five, but just get the hell out of here. I feel bad for you. Very nice. He could have been very nasty. I woke up the next morning, jacket on, sneakers on, on top of the bed, and vomit next to the bed. Oh, That was rough. All right, let's end it on that. I'll see you. Have a nice weekend. Oh, see you, Jerry. Stars of the show, Alan Jerry.